The world is opening up and people are connecting all over the place right now. So how can you and your church strategically organize events that will help people connect and reconnect with other people this year? Are you ready? Because it's time. Holy nuclear time bombs! Holy overeating! Holy roller coasters! It's time! It's time! It's time for the Lion Sidekick Podcast! <laughs> Hello, heroes. My name is Tom Pounder, and you are listening to the YM Sidekick Podcast. This is the podcast where ministry leaders come on and talk about tips and tools and ideas on how to do ministry more effectively in this very digital and online world. And today I'm really excited because we have Jeanette Yates back on the podcast. Jeanette's a good friend of mine, um, a very good Twitter friend of mine that one day I'll meet in person, but uh, a Twitter friend of mine. uh, And she works at Texan Church. And today we're going to talk about how you can strategically reconnect and connect with people as the world is opening up. Now, as we speak, the world is opening up on different levels. Um, Jeanette lives in Florida, and it's different down there than where it is here in Virginia, where I'm at. And it's different here in Virginia than it is in Canada or Europe or wherever you're listening to. Everything's all different. However, one thing is clear. The light is at the end of the tunnel, and we are starting to open up, and things are starting to go back and be a place where people can connect in person again. So what is it that your church or your ministry can do today to help in that time? What is it that you can do to strategically organize events that will help people do that? That's what Jeanette and I are going to talk about. I'm really excited about the conversation because we include in-person stuff, but we don't neglect the digital. And there's some really cool digital things that you can be doing that makes your event, as Jeff Reed would say, a digital event. So we're going to talk about that right now. So without any further ado, let's get into the conversation with Jeanette Yates. All right, with me right now is my friend, Jeanette Yates. Jeanette, how are you? I am fantastic. Are, are you? Ta- wait, wait, are you really fantastic? That I mean, that's a like, are you really like, are you? Okay. Really- <laughs> okay, the truth is I'm under a lot of stress these days, but I'm very happy to be here. And right now I'm doing, in this moment, I'm fantastic. How's that? That's great. I, I'm doing fantastic too, uh, because I get to catch up with my friend. Uh, yes. So, you know, in, in chit chat, and maybe there might be a little bit more catching up uh, in August if we can try to arrange a, a con- I know. quorum of all of us Twitter friends in Florida somehow. I know. That's going to be amazing if we can pull that off. Yeah. So, sure. um, and this is a side note, I'm keeping this in the podcast, so nobody else will care, but we are hosting DC Exponential, um, the Exponential Conferences, regional conferences. And my church is hosting the DC one. And Jeff Reed is actually coming up for that. And so we are going to see each other in September. But if you've not signed up for the Exponential Conference and you're a church planner and you're listening to this, or you work at a company and want to, like a Texan church company, and want to come up <laughs> and, and sell your product to all these church planners, <laughs> the DC Expo would be a great thing to do. When is it, Tom? It's this uh, September 13th and 14th. So we can just have everyone crash at my house. Everyone who's listening to the podcast can just crash at my house. That's right. Well, I'm just excited that Jeff is going to meet you in real life and you're going to meet him in real life. So there's, there's no more of this. Are you a real person controversy? Well, that's true too. I hope we can do that in August. I really am going to try to do that because I have a few days down there that I want to just 
open up to see if we can all kind of meet somewhere. So yeah. Anyways, and people who are listening to this and like, what are they talking about? And are they really friends and stuff? This is Jeanette Yates. She works at Texan Church uh, and she lives down in Florida. Um, Jeanette, what else would you use to describe yourself? Well, so I work for Texan Church now as their community manager, their online community manager, uh, and they're uh, a church strategy specialist. So I help churches uh, uh, create strategies to connect with their members and their guests. And we talk about a lot of different things. Um, and But I like to say that my job is to be um, the cheerleader for um, the text and church users. So um, our, our members, uh, uh, we value them and support them. And so my job is to just come up alongside them and say, yippee, yay, you're doing great. Keep up the great work. And so um, as a person who never got to be on the cheerleading squad in high school, I'm like, you know, well, now how much I get paid to be a cheerleader in real life. So there you go. And you're quite good at it. You are quite good at it. I'm in the Texan church group. And if you're not, you should get into the Texan church uh, group on, on Facebook. It's really good. And uh, Jeanette does a great job with it. Yeah. And you don't, you don't have to use Texan church to be in the group. We let, we let anybody in that is interested in being encouraged and also talking about guest follow-up and yeah. creating connections with people. That's what we do over there. And how long have you been working with Texan church? I just celebrated my two-year work anniversary. Oh, nice. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's great. If you do not follow her, um, you should follow her on Twitter. She's on Twitter all the time because it is the coolest platform around. Um, really? And she's on Texan Church stuff all the time. If you've not checked out Texan Church and you're looking for a way to do that, I would strongly encourage you to check out that. We use it at my church and we love it. So We use it at my church too. Okay. <laughs> Do you run that um, in your church? No, I don't have to do that. <laughs> That's good. I right. did that when I was, I was working as our communications director when we got to Texan Church. So I did, I, I did do that, but no, I don't have to do that now. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's great. Well, okay. So enough small chat and whatnot. I, um, let's get into what we want to talk about today. Uh, we want to talk about community. Um, and uh, the reality is, uh, wherever you're at in the world right now, there is a bit of opening up. If you live in Florida, like Jeanette does, um, you've been open for a long time with COVID. Um, and if you've been in Virginia, where I am, we've been open much less, but our church has been open for a while. But the reality is that this summer, right now, this summer going into this fall, looks dramatically different than last year at this point. Um, and so that provides a lot of great opportunities. And one of the things I'm seeing a lot, Jeanette, and you tell me what you're seeing, is that I see people are out and about more, and they're looking to connect more, and they're looking to get out and do things together as a family uh, in, in ways that vacations are going off the hook right now. People are constantly on vacation. Is that what you're seeing as well? Well, we are seeing um, not only just in my area where I live, um, but also just with the people that I communicate with online um, and uh, the churches I'm talking with across the country, you know, where, you know, I'm hearing from all different parts of the country and to varying degrees, you know, well, everybody, no matter where they live, is ready to get out and do something, but to varying degrees, they're a lot, they're able to do that. And I think, you know, churches have a great opportunity right now to 
to step into that space in whatever um, context is appropriate for them and provide that that place to uh, gather yeah. uh, in ways that are not just worship, although that's certainly important, but there's there's other ways to do that. Yeah, I'm calling this, a, um, with our church, I'm calling this the summer of reconnection mm-hmm. um, in that I'm challenging people to reconnect with someone that they've, uh, they haven't connected with and then also look for people that are new faces that they can connect with and build new friendships with. Um, and so as we look for strategic ways for churches and ministries to be doing this, what, what, what do you think we should be doing? What are some ideas that you have for us to build community and reconnect and connect people in a way that they've kind of been missing over the past year? Well, I think, you know, that it, it's tempting to go back to maybe what we've done before. Um, let's have the, you know, summer camp for kids. Let's have VBS. Let's do the youth camp. And, you know, as we lead into fall, of course, who doesn't have a fall festival or a trunk or treat? I mean, let's go. Um, <laughs> let's go. Come on. Um and all of those things are great, but I, and I think, you know, go for it. If that's what you're able to do in your area, you go ahead and go for it. That's, that's the kind of thing. Um, but there's also family opportunities that you can have. I know my church, I don't know if they're going to do it this year, but um, they do it most summers. Um, and we, it's a movie night for families. And so we have a huge front lawn. So we can even do this outside where we live, but, you know, so, um, you could do it in an auditorium certainly, but we're able to do it outside, um, for anybody that wants to sit outside in the Florida heat in the middle of the summer. Um, but we have family movie nights on Fridays. Um, they also do these in the fall. Um, and we show, you know, classic family movies. Yeah. One hundred and one damnations, or something like you that. Know, or you know, yeah, something like that. I, you know, he doesn't crap. like good cars. Um, you know, Nemo, something like you know, we gotta, you know, the Incredibles. <laughs> so you know, and so providing things for families as well to do and get out. Um, I know some churches have like a fitness or sports program attached to them. Um, so like a church in our area has a whole baseball, um, athletic association and they do not only like event, you know, things for children, obviously, but also family, you know, games, game night, you know, things like that. So there's a lot of different ways in addition to that typical, like, let's do the VBS, let's do the youth camp. Um, Another thing, speaking of youth, I know you work with youth, Tom. Um, Our youth director, I don't know how she does it. You should have her on sometime, actually, because she's fantastic. I'm always looking for new people. Yeah, I'll tell her. Um, But she does a thing. So in our area, and this may be, I don't know if this is countrywide. I don't know what this is. But our high schoolers have to have a certain amount of community service hours Mm-hmm. to graduate. And so every Wednesday in the summer, that's the youth activity of the day mm-hmm. is a, is a community, something in the community service. Yeah. And she gets creative. Like we're going to go mow lawns for our members that need that. We're going to paint the youth basement. Like she, uh, you know, and then sometimes it's actually going to the food 
kitchen or uh, food kitchen, food uh, pantry that we partner with um, and things like that. But, you know, she, she comes up with stuff so that kids, uh, youth can do that during the summer. And of course we always invite parents to come along. Yeah. Which they usually are like, are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> Heck no. Yeah. Well, I, I like what you're talking here, Jeanette, because um, I think, again, the fall yields itself to so many great and simple things. Again, you've got the fall kickoff, back to school type of thing, whenever your school starts, whether it's in sometime in August or sometime in September, you've got Halloween stuff. And this year, Halloween's on a Sunday. I mean, that's going to make it really interesting, especially for youth groups and whatnot. But you got Halloween, you got Thanksgiving, you got Christmas. There's lots of great opportunities there for you to connect that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. But I think if you focus more on how can this be a strategic play for me to build connection and build community so that they're not just coming to this one event, but then they, they can then come to a series of things that takes them to a next step. You know, and yeah, this yeah. is where a, a program like Texan Church could come in really handy because if you, uh, I, I think a lot of times, like we've done this and uh, I raise my hand to say that this is something we've done. When we do an outdoor movie thing, we don't collect names and we don't collect information about people. But what if you did that this year, collected information from people, maybe you could do it in the form of a raffle and you give away something and they have to give your name and cell number. And then you use that as an opportunity then to send a text follow-up to them about something that is next and what's happening next. Well, and another thing you could do too is just let people know, like if you do the movie night, hey, we're doing movies every Friday in August or in, you know, July, July or August. If you want us to, to remind you so you can bring your family, you know, or if you want to figure out, you know, so you're having them sign up and then every week you're just texting them to let them know what the movie is. You're not texting them to invite them to church. You're not texting them to ask them to join a small group. You're just texting them and checking in with them. And then maybe you add another text in there after the second week that's like, hey, I hope you're enjoying the movies. Are you coming this week? And let them reply back to you. Then you're starting to build a little bit of conversation back and forth. Um, and then, you know, you're, and then that's part of it. But that doesn't replace the conversation and community that's happening during movie night. Like there's also that. And so there's the combination of the in-person and the texting um, and potentially if you're, you know, if you're sending them an email too, you can do that. You know, there's lots of different, so all of these different forms of communication are working together to build that conversation, to build that relationship. And then it makes more sense at the end when you say, you know, you know, we had such a great time with you at, you know, at, you know, Friday movie nights, our pastor is going to be talking about movies this Sunday. We'd love to have you come. Yeah. You know, and, and like you said, make it connect in some way. Yeah. So it's not weird <laughs> and you haven't just collected their information at a, for a raffle that doesn't lead like, and then you're going to text them and invite them to church. Like that's still, there's a disconnect there. Yeah. So if you have this like building relationship for several weeks, then it makes more sense. Yeah. This is what I, I again, I love what you're talking about here because also it, 
it reminds me of a conversation I had with Stan Rada, our friend Stan Rada, um, a while back. A few years ago, he did a, fan, a fall fun fest. And what he did was he actually, I think he, I'm going to get some of this wrong, but I think he hired people to run the games. Mm-hmm. And he, what he did was he mobilized his core volunteers and had a huge volunteer sign up. And their job was to go and build, make relationships, start conversations, not get all their information or anything, but be that friendly face that someone can say, oh my gosh, I had a great time with, and I met this guy, Tom, and uh, we had a great conversation. So then maybe then the next time they come to something, they're going to see Tom again, and maybe we can continue that conversation in person and whatnot. It's that combination, like what you said, there's some in-person stuff that makes that person feel accepted, cared for, and appreciated while they're at that specific event that's going to make them want to come to that. And then when they see maybe a text message, and I don't know, you tell me about this, um, Jeanette, uh, do you ever sign, like, do, you, do churches ever like go, hey, we had a great time meeting you at such and such event. Um, we hope to see you soon. Sign Tom. Do, do they ever personalize it in some way? Yeah, I think that's a great idea, especially um, for churches that have multiple um people and you might even especially depending on how you're using the text message is you might say um tom from new life yeah okay tom from new life no or like jeanette from sumc um so they're like oh that's tom which tom you know they're like oh yeah i just met that guy you know and so that's a really great idea actually um but you know it depends on like if you have a bunch of volunteers you know, you, you, your text message, let's say from text and church would have to be more general. So you could just say your friends at new life, but then like, maybe you got that person's cell phone number, Tommy, you could just text them yourself, like a normal person. Um, (laughs) like it, you know, there's that, that's okay too. Um, you know, you were talking about, you know, we're talking about like taking what we know how to do and kind of expanding it. Um, and one of the things my church is, my church has done this summer is just, it's such a great idea. So I'm going to share it. Great. You, do this. you don't have to do this in the summer. You can do this anytime, everyone. So every summer that now don't laugh at the name, it's kind of a silly name <laughs> we've been doing for the past, I don't know, 15 years, this women's event in July, every Wednesday night in, in July, we would have summer salads. Okay. <laughs> And you come, it's for women and you come and there's a nice little like quiche or chicken salad dinner, you know, some little girly dinner and a speaker, like an encouraging Christian speaker, shares her story, testimony, something like that. Um, Very exciting. And of course we offered childcare for that. So we've been doing this for years, it's very popular. I think last year they even did it via Zoom because people just couldn't handle it. Like, how are we gonna not do this? So this year, instead of just having like childcare, they're having a full on like, wow Wednesday or something like, I forget, they're calling it something, it's a big deal. They're having all kinds of things, not just like you're sitting there while your mom's eating dinner with her friends. And they've also, so that's on campus the, the wow Wednesday and the summer salads. And then 
out and about around town, they're getting the men together. So it's like father, son, go-karting night. Um, I don't know all the other things I can't remember, but they have like different things. Every throwing week. night or something. Yeah. Like what? I don't know. Like I was going to say that. And then I was like, I don't know if that's, <laughs> doing that. Uh-huh. but yes, like they're doing things, yeah. the sports and the things, I don't know. Um, so they have something for every member of the family. So e- even though they're separate, they're all like, oh, it's wow. Wednesday, dad's going to do- go do his thing. And then we're going to all get back together because nothing lasts too late. And then, you know, it just kind of builds. And then everybody's meeting, like the kids are meeting, making new friends. The women are making new friends. The men are making new friends. And then that makes it less, less, um, awkward to come to church because you know these people you've hung out with them for a month yeah well and what i like about this and this i think what we're ultimately trying to get to is it's great to do these these events but strategically orchestrated to where there's intentional conversation you you put them in a table where you know they're going to have to meet new people maybe you don't assign tables and but if you're at tables rather than just have them all sitting in you know sitting in single file lane or something like that, you have tables set up and that maybe if they, they do crafts together or they eat their salads together or whatever it is that they do, the, the, the more intentional you can be about, about in invest, investing in conversations and getting people to know each other, the more likely I think they're going to come to church one day because of those uh, conversations that they're having with other people and those relationships that they're building. Well, and you know, it's funny because we were talking about uh, before we hit record, Tom, about are we going to talk about this? Are we going to talk about another thing? And one of the things that both of those things have in common is every conversation, every event, every post, every tweet doesn't have to be come to church. Yeah. Yep. It is sometimes about whether or not you like fruit in your chicken salad or, you know, how great you are at go-karting or <laughs> whatever, or, you know, as kid, you know, the kids and the, you know, they're talking about what their favorite, I don't know the latest thing anymore. It's not, baby <laughs> but you know, they're like, everybody's having these organic conversations that just open the door to deeper conversations later. Yeah. You know? Well, I agree. Uh, listen, I mean, my youth pastor who who ultimately played a key role in impact in my life, I wasn't attracted to him because of his messages on Sunday night. I was attracted to him because he was wild and crazy and he would always ask me these questions. And I was like, this guy is like, this guy's different than any other minister that I've ever met in my entire life. And so again, I like what you're saying there. Again, it doesn't have to be spiritual 24 seven, 365 days of the year. Let's have some fun in there. Let's interject some things where people are having natural conversations. Right. And then you get to say stuff like, are you really doing okay, Jeanette? (laughs) After you've established the, (laughs) are you really doing okay? Uh, Great. Um, Well, this has been great. What, as we kind of wrap up, Jeanette, uh, any other final thoughts or comments that you would want to share? Well, I just want to encourage churches, you know, it seems like last time we were talking, Tom, I don't even remember when it was, but I feel like it was sometime in the last six months, year, we were talking about how overwhelmed everybody is. And now there's another season of overwhelm coming because 
you know, just as we got everything figured out in 2020, things are starting to change again in 2021, but in a different way. I mean, it's just going to always be staff are leaving and yeah, people are leaving. People aren't coming back, you know, and that goes for members, you know, too. a lot of people are, have various comfort levels or they just got used to not coming back. And, and I just want to encourage churches to not give up on continuing to reach out, whether it is for, to invite to in-person events or to just to maintain a connection, because you never know when someone is going to be ready to take a step into your front door. And so, um, you know, one of the things, and I don't know when you're going to drop this episode, but, um, and I, we didn't talk about this ahead of time, but, you know, we at Texan Church, we have the Engage conferences and we're getting ready for Engage one day, which is happening August 11th online. So again, this is an online event. Um, and it's free, right? And it's free. But what the reason I wanted to bring it up is because we're talking about member re-engagement. Get it? Re-engagement? Yeah. Um, so we're really excited. And so we have some people that are going to be sharing how they have used technology to re-engage with their members. Some people have used it for their volunteer teams to like keep those volunteer teams encouraged and equipped, even through this hardest season. Some of them um, are talking about how they've used technology to, you know, maintain their uh, connections with their youth over this time. And Tom, I know that's where your heart is. And anyway, so we're just really excited. So uh, I'll give you a link, Tom, so that you can share that with everybody. But I would love for people to come to that too, because we're really excited about it. And I am running social media for Engage One Day, and we're going to have fun. Uh, Well, I'm glad you shared that because this is going out next week. And so this uh, people will have plenty of time to sign up. So I'll definitely send me the link so I can share it with people. Um, again, I've been a part of the engage one day and three day or whatever the thing is. I've, I've attended both of those and they're February. Yeah, they're fantastic. They are just literally fantastic. Uh, so, um, and again, you can't go wrong with free. My friend, Corey Sullivan and I always said free food is good food or free coffee is good coffee free is great and so it's a great thing and it's all online so you should do it <laughs> you just said free coffee is good coffee guys are you i think we need to have a poll about this okay. and i want to know what your your listeners think about that statement <laughs> free yeah free i mean I, yeah i may be over exaggerating a little <laughs> bit but you know yes yeah, so it's it's always uh, kind of a good thing so yes. well Jeanette thanks for uh, dropping that that's fantastic also tell people where they can connect with you personally on your social channels the best way to find me is to be on Twitter at Janet Yates um, you can hang out with me and Tom there which is awesome yeah. um, I'm on I'm everywhere at Janet Yates so you can check it out um, it is J the letter J N E T T E Yates I had to spell my name weird for the socials yeah, I had to go T.A. Pounder, my two initials, and then Pounder. Uh, I wish I could have gotten Tom Pounder. Um, but yes, she's great. She's always on uh, Twitter, and uh, she's always commenting on things. So definitely uh, follow her and uh, get a lot of great insights. So Jeanette, thank you. So as always, it's great. Yeah, thank you. I love, you know, I love being here with you anytime. All right, so there you have it, my conversation with Jeanette. It's always great talking with her and engaging with her on some uh, issues and ideas. 
on how we can do ministry more effectively. So I'm curious to see what you learned from that or what you got out of it or what stood out to you or what, what you even maybe disagreed with. Um, so I would love to hear what you're doing at your church or your ministry. Hit me up on Twitter at TA Pounder. You can even hit up Jeanette as well. I've got her links uh, in the show notes. So definitely let's carry this conversation online and see what we can be doing to have strategic events now and throughout the year that helps people connect and reconnect and build community and get followed up on and so that they feel like they're part of something more than just themselves and they're they're growing in their life and they're growing in their faith. So I would love to hear from you on that. So definitely go there on Twitter or you can even email me at tom at ymsidekick.com. All right, heroes, well, that wraps it up for another episode of the YM Sidekick Podcast. Thanks, for, as always, for joining me today. Uh, if you've enjoyed the podcast, go to iTunes or Spotify and subscribe to it, or you can find out all the information about that, as long as my blog and vlogs and ebooks and Digital Bootcamp Facebook group, which is a great Facebook group of community and other ministers learning digital tools. You can find all that information at um, ymsidekick.com or click it in the show notes. All right, here is why I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon. Have a great one.